All right, let's hear a New Hampshire live podcast. Come on. There you go. And uh, if people, if you're listening at home and you can't hear or see us, you know, tweet people at the shell and, you know, I don't know, maybe they'll let me know. But if not, let's get into it. I've got a presentation for everybody here tonight. I'm going to make my case that we should be leaving the free state and joining Putin. <laughs> I know you guys all moved up here to New Hampshire. You thought that we could get together, make a free state. It's bullshit. We want to make a change in the world. We got to go to Ukraine. That's how we're going to make a change. All right, so I'm going to make my case. Start off, so Putin, it happened just yesterday or two days ago. He started his military operation in Ukraine. And there's one thing I love about when governments attack each other, which is I once had when I was in, I think I was 15 or 16 years old. I got pulled over by a cop. Cop pulls me over. It was late at night. I was, I was stoned out of my brains. It was like 12, I don't know, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., whatever the fuck it was. And the cop says, hey, there's two of you, one of me, for my safety, I'm going to have to pull you out of the car, search you, and search your vehicle. Now, me and my friend were both pudgy Jews from Connecticut. There's no safety concerns. <laughs> you couldn't look at any two other individuals. Remember, I had hair at the time. I was just a cute, dorky kid. I wasn't, I didn't have this racist face I do now. <laughs> right? I was just a fucking pudgy kid. And so for safety, he has to pull me out. Right. So like, that's what's great. So governments lie, but it's funny when Putin does it to us, you know. So in this case, he's saying that he's going in there to demilitarize Ukraine. That was his first claim. And then his second one is that he wants to denazify the area, <laughs> which for, you got to give him credit because denazify is pretty original. So he wants to denazify. <laughs> he wants to demilitarize. So essentially, Putin's just trying to help Ukraine with its tourism. That's it. He's like, visit Ukraine. I've demilitarized and denazified the region. So it is now safe for you guys to visit. And then when I was reading this, oh, and then also in terms of like, you know, this was day one, they were trying to go nuts at Ukraine. I mean, Russia, that there's been 40 civilian deaths. But just to put that in perspective, that's like half of a typical U.S. drone strike. So <laughs> just to kind of give some numbers and, you know, that's not even that many kids. So... <laughs> Rookie numbers, exactly. It's, it's first day of invading another country. And then I love this. So the response of America was uh, that U.S. and its allies would respond in a united and decisive way. And they've been talking about for a while that Putin's going to go in. So like, do, so here's our response. We're going to have to actually get together and decide what to do. You guys don't have a plan in place yet? Really, like you haven't come up with what you're going to do yet. Like we have to get everyone together and come. And then I was thinking that as a joke. And then I'm reading the New York Times and apparently the House and Senate are out of session. <laughs> they're they're this how into like they're so used to after Corona, like, you know, they're not they're getting worse at pretending like there's an emergency. They're exhausted. They're like, I'm on vacation. I'm not coming in. You can go bother someone else. And then so Putin, he gave his speech last night. Did you guys did anyone of you guys watch that speech? I mean, yeah, good point. You know, I get confused. <laughs> I get confused. You know, it'd be great if you were in my house when I did it live, and then I could find out how many times I'd just say something that's totally wrong. Because <laughs> I just think I'm right, because there's no one there. And I just talk, and I'm like, I'm a genius. And then it just takes one person to be like, you're talking about the wrong world leader. <laughs> so we got Biden. And he did he, any of you guys watch the speech? I'll sum it up for you. So he looks at what's going on in uh, Russia, and he basically just went full Big Lebowski, and he was like, this aggression won't stand, man. 
That's it. It was just a whole speech of we're not going to stand for this aggression. And then just to sum up the speech, he basically he was like, let me be clear. If you think you can escalate things, we'll really fucking escalate things. We're going to we're going to sanction you guys. And then just hopefully you'll be nice and you won't like, you know, hack us or whatever. That's the crazy thing is that Russia can still hack us like we're just pretending. You know what I mean? Like they hacked us when we weren't at war. We're just pretending like we're going to get away with sanctions. All right. So then to dig into the speech a little bit, just because this is how full of nonsense Biden is. So this was one of his lines. And I want to be clear, the next few weeks and months will be uh, hard on the people of Ukraine. Putin's unleashed a great pain on them. But the Ukrainian people have known 30 years of independence and they have repeatedly shown that they will not tolerate anyone who tries to take their country backwards. So this is always like uh, Biden's thing. Like he's always talking like the soul of the nation. It's always like this gibberish, like the heart and soul. And in this case, he's saying that the the they just won't tolerate it, which is almost like if you had a fighter who was about to go fight, you guys know Francis Naganu. He's the heavyweight champion in the UFC. So you're about to go, you got a fighter and he's about to go fight Francis Naganu, but your fighter looks like this. <laughs> And Biden's like, listen, you got something that Francis guy does. You have heart and soul, kid. You know, he doesn't stand a chance with your soul. And then you get in there and that's what happens just instantly. Like, because obviously, right? And uh, yeah, good, good luck, Ukraine. I mean, they're three days in, they're holding up, but it's not going to work out. And then, all right, so they go to the, the, the section where they start asking questions. And we know Biden, he do, he's not good with questions. That's not his specialty. He's like, listen, I can pretend to read a teleprompter. That I can do. But questions, he starts to fumble. So one of the questions was, thank you, sir. Sanctions clearly have not been enough to deter Vladimir Putin to this point. What is going to stop him? How and when does this end? And do you see him trying to go beyond Ukraine? Uh, and so Biden responds to this. Uh, first, he starts, and by the way, because he always is question one, question two. I'm kind of abridging here. So to that question, he said, no one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. So the sanctions, yeah, I mean, there it is. So for starters, he's, he's going with the COVID thing. Hey, we never said it wasn't going to get you sick. You know what I mean? This is the vaccine thing all over. It's like, hey, yeah, we never said the vaccine was going to prevent anything. And then also, if we didn't expect sanctions to prevent anything from happening, so what, we're going to go more with the strategy that doesn't work? Like, that's what you're saying. Hey, we got a non-working strategy, so we're going to do more of it. And I think the problem with, we've been sanctioning Russia forever. You know what I mean? Like, do you think, this to me is like, you guys remember that scene in uh, Dumb and Dumber when they walk into the apartment and the apartment's just like filled with worms? They're like, hey, you want to trash the place? And they're like, I don't think he'll get the message. <laughs> that's Putin. He's been fucking training for this shit. Putin, we've been sanctioning Putin forever. He does not care. All right. And so the next part that I want to point out on this is that he's talking about that in order for the sanctions to work, it's going to take time. It's not going to occur. He's going to say, oh, my God, these sanctions are coming. I'm going to stand down. He's going to test the resolve of the West to see if we stay together. And we will we will impose significant costs on him. The other line, by the way, I, I'm skipping around here a little bit, but he said what's coming. So the people of Russia know what he's brought on them, which is how terrible is it? So we're going to punish the people of Russia. Like, what does that do? So like the people are right, you know what? Okay. But real thing I want to point out here is he's saying that there's going to take time. Next question comes from the guy who looks like a worm over at Fox news. Here's when the next slide's supposed to come up. <laughs> and by the way, for this guy is Biden's kryptonite just cause like he's calm 
is not an alpha dude and ask questions. That's all it takes is a calm guy asking questions. So he asks, and this, once again, I'm abridging, how economically painful is it going to get for people in this country? And then he goes, the notion that this is going to last for a long time is highly unlikely. <laughs> so it just took two questions. That's all it took was, first question was, hey, listen, it's going to take a long time for this to work. Next question, eh, don't worry, it's not going to be a long time. So Biden's defense strategy is essentially when you're trying to have sex with someone you're, you like for the first time and it takes a long time to get there and doesn't last a long time. <laughs> so he wants to say as long as we continue to stay resolved in imposing the sanctions, we're going to impose on Russia. And then he like that's his whole thing is that he starts off and he's like, let me be clear. I'm going to make point number one and I'm going to make point number two. Then I'm going to tell you it's about heart and souls, and then I'll say something affirmative, and we'll be done with it. Like, he never makes any sense. And now, I don't want anyone to come their pants in here, but I'm going to read some Rothbard. Can you guys handle it? <laughs> all right. We've all read things that have blown our minds. This was one piece from uh, Anatomy of the State that really changed my entire opinion on government. And uh, I think it's going to give us a good framework for analyzing the situation with Russia currently. So I'm going to read it. One of the basic doctrines of the state was to identify itself with the territory it governed. Since most men tend to love their homeland, the identification of that land and its people with the state was a means of making natural patriotism work to the state's advantage. If Rutania was being attacked by Waldavia, the first task of the state and its intellectuals was to convince the people of Rutania that the attack was really upon them and not simply upon the ruling caste. In this way, a war between rulers was converted into a war between peoples, with each people coming to the defense of its rulers and the erroneous belief that the rulers were defending them. The device of nationalism has only been successful in Western civilization. In recent centuries, it was not too long ago that the massive subjects regarded wars as irrelevant battles between various sets of nobles. I feel like that, it, like if you can if you can accept that, it is still true to this day and is the perfect framework for breaking down what's going on now between us and Russia. So for starters, I mean, maybe this is New York Times propaganda, but this was headlines from New York Times, Washington Post, people in Russia, they're not into it. I think you come to America, you know what people care about? Gas prices, that's what they care about. <laughs> Seriously, I think I like I really think people are going to see through this one because they're going to try and shame us. They're going to go, we have to do something to help the people of Ukraine. And I think people just saw what happened in Afghanistan. and They're like, you're lying to us. You're not trying to help. Keep us the fuck out of this. Like you're not helping anybody. And if we start just staying out of this, I think people are starting to realize we'll be better off and we're not going to have to pay. Like People don't want to pay high. Like this is going to I by the way, I think this is going to be good news for all this green energy bullshit when people have to start paying money. They're just going to be like, fuck that. Now, I want to comment because we all hate inflation. Inflation sucks, but I've noticed that there's one thing worse than inflation, and that's pretending like there isn't inflation. And what I mean by that is when you go to a hotel and they're like, listen, we haven't raised our prices, but you need to start bringing your own towels. <laughs> you can't check in until 8 p.m. And we're offering complimentary cleaning supplies because you got to clean your own rooms. <laughs> And then you wake up in the morning, you want to get some breakfast, you go to the breakfast area and there's just a sign there that says, due to supply line issues, we're no longer able to make free breakfast available. We still do, however, have complimentary ice between the hours of nine to five if you call ahead. 
We also have made this picture available as a reminder of what our breakfast area used to look like. And you're like, shit, I got to go out for breakfast. And then there's a sign there that says, we won't be raising prices, but you will have to bring your order to the kitchen, wait 30 minutes and do some dishes. <laughs> and sandwiches are now half sandwiches. So this is like the new thing where it's like, it's almost like Biden called up every corporation. He's like, listen, man, you can't raise your prices. You just have to offer shitty services. That's what we're doing. Just give them less for what they used to pay for. So I almost would prefer, like, I would prefer if there was just inflation. You go, all right, prices are going up, or I can pay this and still get what I used to get. Like, this to me is almost more annoying when you, everywhere you show up to, like, they pretend like they can't hire people, and that's why they can't give you service. All right, so just to kind of, I honestly think that most people, I don't think they're going to get the support of, like, most of America. I don't think, they're gonna, I think people are going to start looking through this and being like, this is bullshit. We don't want to be involved. Uh, and... Part of that is now they call it like Obama. And you know when Obama's coming out that the American public's like, fuck this. <laughs> like he's like the rattle to a baby. You know what I mean? When he's out there letting people know that I guess you're raising gas prices just a donation to the people of Ukraine. Uh, so I got two competing conspiracy, conspiracy theories in my head for what's going on here. One, they're covering up for COVID and inflation. Maybe this thing doesn't escalate. I mean, this is fucking bonkers conspiracy right here that this thing doesn't escalate. They were just like, shit, we got to do something to cover our ass for inflation. We need some news coverage for the fact that we're walking back all of our COVID strategies. Maybe the thing doesn't escalate. And this is just fucking theater for a little bit of a chunk of time. And that's not going to be a good sign for inflation, but they'll quietly be able to walk back COVID and, you know, they'll let prices start going up and pretending like it was just a war with Russia. I'm like, I would say 10% chance that's accurate, if even. I think what's really going on, and this goes back to the Rothbard thing, this has nothing to do with us. We've got American politicians. They figured out a way to make profits off of what's going on in Ukraine. I also, I haven't researched this. This is also just wildly speculative. speculative. But I think it's just about Nord Stream 2. I think we don't want Nord Stream 2 going on. We don't want that bumping into fucking natural gas prices. Biden's got something going on with Burisma and his profits in the area. So they went over there. They're hanging out with their oligarchs. They got all these profits. And then Putin finally turned around. He's like, fuck this. Like, you can go make money anywhere else in the world. But don't tell me I can't have Nord Stream. And he just finally said, fuck this. Like, no, we're going in. Like, I'm going to show it. Like, this is our area for profits. Which brings me to the last point of why I feel like if we went over to Ukraine and showed our support for Putin and more Americans did that, then our world leaders couldn't pretend like this was between us and the Russian people. So, like, I feel like that's kind of the important part is that we got to disconnect everyone from government and just be like, this is not our fight. This has nothing to do with us. You are lying. You're not going to help the people of Ukraine. You're just going to like this has nothing to do with us. You're just going to get more people killed. So that that's my take on the uh, the Russian thing. And with that, we're going to get into the live podcast because I got some incredible guests lined up for you guys. Um, we're going to be rolling. This is going to be uh, this is going to be a long pod. Uh, so it, like with stand up, if you got up to use the bathroom, I would harass you. If you heckled me, I'd give you a hard time. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be going late. So, you know, feel free to take a smoke break whip out your dick, whatever you got to do. I hadn't gotten a laugh in a while. That was cheap, but. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's welcome to the stage the other people hanging out for the live pod. First, we have Jeremy Kaufman, very own. Come on, clap it up. That's a free stater. I got to. 
I got to move this down. We got. It's a wrestling match. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> Fucking cage match. Me versus Jeremy Kaufman. Uh, all right. We got BK Chris, Andy Melfinari. We're going to get into some more topics. Give me a second just to turn on some mics. If you guys got to take a leak or smoke or do whatever drugs you guys do up here, go ahead. People on the stream, we're going to be continuing in just about 30 seconds. Just got to turn on some mics. All right, guys. We are going to come back and get into the second half of this thing. Uh, before we do, I am a Jew, so I will take this moment to plug merch. If you would like to celebrate this lovely evening, you can go to uh, theblackcaptain.com and get yourself Fire at the Shell shirts. People at home, people here, get yourself some merch. He wants you guys to buy merch, but he didn't even pay for a second domain name. <laughs> <laughs> that is an accurate statement. All right, so we are back, and uh, before I got a handful of topics that uh, we are going to dive into, some important stuff. Anyone want to refute uh, my take on the Ukraine situation? Anyone else got a different hot take? You didn't put in that Putin was kind of cute. <laughs> Dude, do, hold on. Doesn't it like if you took Robbie and then he evolved into that guy right there in the third row, they would be evolutions of Pokemon until they got to Putin? It's not bad. It's not bad. You need, yeah, you might need another person to bridge it a little bit. Mm. You guys would be a fire type, though, right? What was that? You're a fire type, though. What is that? I don't. I don't know Pokemon. Andy, help me out here. I you, like how you're secretly Pokemon? the gayest person I know. <laughs> like you come up, a big whoa, whoa, tough whoa, whoa, whoa. guy. Yeah. Well, I literally was talking to Chris. Like, I might buy the new Pokemon game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a conversation to keep to yourself. But uh, that was car talk. That's what that was. Car talk. Yeah. Well, you're running for Senate. What, what's your take on Ukraine? <laughs> you're gonna. This is your chance to Dude, show off your diplomacy just, skills. Stay. I, I don't care about the – that's my take is I don't care about the – stay the hell out of it. Stay the hell out. Countries attack each other all the time. People fight each other all the time. United States fights – just stay the hell out of it. Like that's not an endorsement of anything that's happening. But you got – it's two shitty countries attacking <laughs> each other. Right. You're like, hey, you're like – at, at least yeah. if these were good countries, I would care. Well, but are, these I, are fucking I, shitty countries. Well, it's, 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 that's a good it's, dig, yeah. yeah. Shithole countries. <laughs> and they're fucking ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, call me when hot, attractive people are fighting. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> call I, me when Jamaica's in at war. <laughs> We, we, Wait, we that's should... your example of a not shitty, attractive country? Have you seen the – no, have you seen the Jamaican running team at the Olympics? Oh. Look at – Google it. Trust me. Bolt? Yeah, no. Yeah, he's got the nicest dick at the Olympics. No, the gals. They got solid rumps. Oh, my bad. Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Well, no. I mean, it's, you you gave that, like, Rothbard quote. It's like that's the way we should be regarding – we should have sympathy for the innocent people who are, who are getting hurt, but, like – wrapping up it's the fact that they they gin this up so quickly about this one situation when this shit happens all the time it's it's absurd and we shouldn't fall for that trap there's a list of invasions since 20 uh 2020 on wikipedia and it's like four i've never heard of like oh, just, just around the world yeah like there was like an african coalition invaded gambia in 20 like 19. i never even heard of a gambia it yeah like I, I didn't know that was oh, a that thing. Shit yeah. was crazy sounds we like a slur for it. italians <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine's they're conscripting people now. If you're if you're a male under 35, that number might be wrong. You can't leave the country. You, you they they won't let you out. I'm surprised that everyone in Ukraine wasn't just like, well, this is a wash. <laughs> like I'm surprised they even bothered defending. I'm, I'm I'm actually surprised. I'm even surprised it's gone this long. I think Russia's surprised. They yeah, might, they might lose for that reason. Dude, what's the deal with that ace fighter? I only saw the picture in the New York Post, but there's that one guy who's just fucking up uh, Russian planes. Did you guys see that one? 
I saw the guy para, uh, paratrooping with the fucking TikTok going. <laughs> we got a real, we got a real Zoomer army situation going on in the yeah, Eastern dude, Bloc. That's that's the part that like fucking yeah. watching war in HD is weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're doing TikTok well, videos with the bayonets and shit. It's weird. <laughs> Even the Taliban, once they took over Afghanistan, was go- went straight to TikTok and oh, Instagram yeah. to take selfies. Yo, the Taliban was a party, dude. They were go-karting. And- <laughs> dude, they told them they can't bring their guns to the amusement park anymore, and then the amusement park shut down. <laughs> That's the best. Just like if it was in New Hampshire. Didn't the Taliban put out a statement where they were like, all oh, these innocent lives? <laughs> Ukraine. They called for peace. They, yeah, they put us Taliban just trolling. We're crating our women in from there all the time. How about no one's been banned yet? You know, we've seen all this deplatforming. You know, you can start a war. That's cool. You won't get deplatformed for starting a war. You mean Putin should be banned? Is I'm Putin not. I'm not calling. For, I'm against people being banned, so I'm not calling for that. But it's just like people get deplatformed for the most inane stuff, and now you can start a war, and that's like, all right, that's fine. Wait, is Putin on social media? Does I he mean, have... a bunch of the Russian government channels. Oh. Putin, uh, yeah. I am on his OnlyFans. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he fucked that bear after he wrestled it. Yo, no, there's more. When he was shirtless on that horse, there's more pictures. <laughs> Who did actually pull the cool move where uh, Facebook, I think, was, I, I don't know, they were doing something with their posts. And so he just banned Facebook from Russia. <laughs> yes. Dude. Which is like, and that's, by the way, I, I talked about this on Runner Math. That's the bit, like, all this talk about sanctions, the biggest sanction is when China and Russia just goes, you know what? We're not using the U.S. dollar. That's the that's that's the fucking nuclear option of sanctions. And then they're talking about SWIFT, like they're talking about that uh, Russia's not going to use be able to have access to SWIFT anymore. Every single crypto in the world, I'm a fan of crypto. I invest in crypto. The pitch of every crypto, it's like casino chips, and they go, listen, there's going to be demand for our casino chips because you're going to be able to do X activity with it. And since there's going to be demand for our casino chips, there's going to be a market for it, and that's where the value is made. So what happens when Russia leaves SWIFT and then all of a sudden they start using the China system instead? Now you've just created value for the China system. I don't think we're winning here by, you know what I mean? It's like, they're, I mean, they're not like the biggest country, but they're still a pretty big country. All right, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) The China system is the worst diet of all time. Yeah, what were you going to say? I was going to say I'm supposed to be like the serious take guy here, so you're just kind of stealing my bit. Oh, okay, my bad. All right, so (laughs) unless anyone else has a uh, another take on the uh, Russia situation, one more is like the the sanctions. We talk about sanctions, like it's punishing the Russian people. It is it uh, ones who aren't involved in war. It's also punishing Americans, right? Like that's a that's a tax on Americans when when we as Americans can't trade with people in other countries. That's a tax on us. So it is hurting. Like obviously, it's the war hurts them more, but like. We shouldn't think that that costs us as well when we do that kind of thing. And I think that's a point that gets left out a lot. So did want to make it. Well, just wait till prices start going up and we're going to see everyone when they're getting pissed off. I forgot to. We're skipping a couple of slides here. Did any of you guys see oh, this video? This. Oh, yeah. She was hot. I agree with her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was so hot and right about all the things she said. Dude, this chick is. Is she even famous? What the hell? I don't know. She She's in? really hot. She's very hot. Oh my Christ. I want another uh, like celebrity take similar to like the Black Lives Matter one where they're taking responsibility. I want that. No, you, the situation. one where they were where the fucking dude from Breaking Bad was like, I was so racist on set. Yeah. Yeah. They they do <laughs> this. So I think funny. they need to take credit for this one. They, they took credit for all the, the black people getting shot by cops. I think they should take credit for the war. They should <laughs> take take responsibility. 
It's oh. just Vigo Mortensen apologizing for the shower scene in Eastern Promises over and over again. <laughs> Am I the no. only one that watches movies? What the fuck is wrong with you people? We're, we- we're weird up here, man. It's a bubble. <laughs> Dude, no. I got weird when you guys... I was shitting on Biden during my set before, and fucking these guys are like clammed up worse than a coffee shop in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, New Hampshire? There you go. Uh, they don't, they don't, they Good don't, answer. They don't recognize him up here. Oh, nice. All right, so my question is, is like, this got 26.5 million views. Is it great to be a hot chick that you can be this fucking retarded and everyone still <laughs> goes, hey, I love what you're doing? Dude, or is I'm, that the curse of being a hot chick that I was, you do shit this Oh, we'll watch stupid? it in a second. Yeah, You'll dude, it's so, it's so, I was thinking about this. I was like, is this great or like a living hell? Because like, she's sitting there making the, you didn't see the video? She's oh. like, Putin, if I was Wait. your mommy... I would totally tell you how to be a good boy. Like it was weird <laughs> shit like that. Have a, if you could have a, if you could find a four-year-old and have them write an angry poem about Putin. That's what this is. But then the problem is of the 26.5 million, how many of them if they saw her in person would go, You changed my life with that poem? That poem changed my life. And then you all think, of us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I found her address. I stood outside and I yelled that at her. Uh, so I'm asking, is it a gift or a curse to be a hot? Because, like, at some point, she's going to be. It's definitely a curse because no one in her circle was like, hey, this is a bad idea. You're not even really famous, lady. Right. I'll read this girl's name. Uh, uh, Anna Lynn McCord. Anybody heard of her? One dude. <laughs> yeah, he's Also a- creepiest face in not- here. Whatever. <sighs> he's like, I Googled her after I jerked off to the video. <laughs> <laughs> He's what? wearing a okay, copper wait. chain under a blazer. What the fuck is going on with this guy? What is the context that you knew her from prior? He, to- he did her plastic surgery for $48. <laughs> That's how she got the titties. See, Chris, they like you. <laughs> Jeremy, do you have something on this? Yeah, talk are about we, the hot chick. Are we going to watch it? I, I do think uh, in the in you mentioned four-year-olds. I mean, in the free state. He's I holding think, out for that Ukraine pussy. We've, <laughs> I read your Twitter. We've got a lot of four-year-old kids here who I think understand foreign policy better than most of the Biden administration. So I will mention that. So I didn't like to show at least a minute to these guys. Nah, I've been having audio problems. when I did the freeze frame. Move on to the next topic. <laughs> oh, I'll put it on my phone. I don't give a shit. FDA authorizes first condom specifically marketed for anal sex. What is it, 1985? We don't even need this anymore. <laughs> just just another thing the FDA held back. I mean, we would have had this. Wait, so also bait. raises that it's black. I mean, come on. Andy, you take the most dicks in your ass. What do you got on this? I didn't know butt babies were real. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was just a goof with the boys. Dude, how do you think they populate the prisons that much? Come on. Dude, it, it, that beanie does feel racist, right? It, you know what I mean? <laughs> If it wasn't dude, calling it a beanie is racist. Dude. Yeah, they were like, they were like, yeah, we put a scully on here for you fellas, right? <laughs> we could have had challenge trials if it wasn't for the FDA on this one. Uh, you gotta explain challenge that. Challenge trial. That's uh, like uh, you just rather than like doing all the tests, you just like go right to humans and see if it works. Like with the vaccine, you go to challenge trials. You just like we give you the vaccine. It's been out for like a month. We just pay you like ten thousand bucks. You just 
take it. Wait, so there are people that were paid by the FDA to no, fuck? No, we didn't do – well, we could have done that. I mean, not by the FDA, but like let people – But that's the, a good question. How are you testing this against other condoms to establish that this is the better one for anal sex? Probably monkeys. Like I'd like to know – yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd like to see that lab of – not because I'm into monkey sex. Don't be weird here, people. <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to say – Specifically, Robbie would like to see every test, <laughs> everyone. I – I would love to know. I mean, do your own research. I think, all, what if you've just like been a gay dude fucking dudes in the ass with regular condoms, and they're like, "By the way, guys, those didn't really work." Like, what the fuck? How mad would you be? Like, what makes them? What makes them special for anal? They're dense. Extra lube. You don't yeah. have to spit on it. They they're like they're slippery. The poo falls off better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it comes with Magic Johnson's base oh, on Robbie, it. Robbie, Robbie, yeah. you. They're ready. just brown, so you don't get embarrassed after. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well actually they're made for men so they're cheaper so you don't have to pay as much oh, <laughs> you just have to buy one for fucking appearances alright in other creepy news <laughs> we have people speaking out against Jerry Lewis Jerry Lewis is getting me tooed which the flubber dude I, I wasn't going to bring this up but now I mean I met Jerry Lewis once, and he, he, you know, he touched me. <laughs> Where? By heart. Oh, there you go. Well, I think, uh, like, generally speaking with the Me Too, like, I, I, I get it. I think it was probably an important change to society, but I don't feel like we do enough to recognize all the women that kept their fucking mouths shut <laughs> and let us still enjoy great art. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Like we only still have Led Zeppelin because people kept their fucking mouth shut. Yo, right? Who? How did Led Zeppelin never? Get, you guys ever hear the octopus thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fucked that girl with a fish, right? Yeah, like people are like, nah, dude. Uh, whole lot of love rules. Don't fucking talk <laughs> about it. But like, can we let? Like, he's fucking dead. You know. Also, he did all that good stuff for fucking retarded kids. Like, it's like what. All right. Well, they look retarded. It's that's all them. right. The arms were retarded. I was nice enough to not say waterheads. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, lady. Fuck. How dare you pretend like that was Chris's error? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know he was dead. So. <laughs> that is weird. Well, I only knew he was. It's dead. like the French lost World War II again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I only knew he was dead because when I saw the head, I was like, "Wait, isn't he dead?" And then he was, and I was like, I think you're a little late on canceling a dead guy. Is this from the Hugh Hefner documentary? Is that what's making this come out? Oh, they were getting at him too. After all the, and he, by the way, he was doing all the classics, whipping out his dick, had the room with the locked doors. Like apparently he was the innovator. Jerry Lewis. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. You know, he doesn't get enough credit comedically, really. I never watched one of his films. Not one. The Nutty Professor was his film, and then Eddie Murphy remade it. Little comedy history for everyone. Is there a single like just Jerry Lewis's movies or anything? His I just movie? know his name. I don't like. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen any Jerry. Jerry. He's Lewis one of those shit. guys like Seinfeld will talk about how great Jerry Lewis was, but it's you ever watched like the Mar- like Dean Martin roast and all that shit. Martin and Lewis. Oh, my gosh. dad was old as fuck. Is uh, is really the moral of this story? My dad was born in 1930. Is how I learned that. No, Jerry Lewis. Didn't watch any Jerry Lewis I already, films? I told you my Jerry Lewis story. Right, that he touched her heart. Because you were such a big fan. With his penis? <laughs> it was that big, dude? He's like, my heart's in my asshole. By the way, uh, you were talking about... And the- they didn't have anal condoms back then. 
I feel like there's no little dick guys that get in trouble for whipping their dicks out. I feel like that's a big dick guy. Well, Louis C.K. He can't. No, really, he has a big dick. Oh, they that's can't really that for a ginger. What? For a ginger. Yeah, that's our word, dude. <laughs> you can't use that with a hard Sorry, R, ginger. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think the ratio is, though, of the people that complain to the women that when you pull out a fat hog are like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think's the ratio? Like, oh, you're, you're like, saying if you just pull out these, it. If you're one of these big dick dudes who's showing off, like, pulling out their big mm. dick, like, there's got to be some amount of women who are like, that seems oh, nice. versus... What that you just Ladies? ruined my life? Yeah, anyone have some stats for us? <laughs> that is uh, a great moment. This girl just I... thumbs. This lady just thumbs down fucking big dicks. It's fucking. <laughs> you guys is really do husband? things differently here. Is that how big's your cock, sir? <laughs> yeah, no. Little Jesus, would that work, sir? Shout out to my meat and potatoes, motherfucker, over here. Yeah. Hey, man, hung like a tuna can. You know, not much for death, but you rip her <laughs> at the sides. <laughs> All right, next news story. Now <laughs> we're going to get into the, the real topics here. Uh, so transgender bathroom stuff is always coming up. In this case, this was a uh, – I, I don't even know how to say this politely. So I'm going to try my best here. Started off as a lady, identifies as a man. Mm-hmm. He goes to a high school, from what I remember this article, he goes to a high school – and in the high school, they built a one of like the single bathrooms, so he could use the single bathroom, but he wants to use the men's room with the other the other boys. Oh, you know what his pronouns are? I couldn't tell you. They're uh, <laughs> annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just uh, go with everyone's take on generally speaking, the the whole like. All right, I don't think anyone's coming out as anti people transgendering, uh, or but specifically on the bathrooms. I mean, I it's like kind of more fine if you were a chick who became a dude and want to use dudes bat, right? Like that's like it's the other way that seems to be problematic, right? I think at first my 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 initial opinion was mm-hmm. if you're kind of in this category, just go for the shorter line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you can we can improve traffic oh, yeah. and it kind of like it works. Yeah, now but, my new approach dude, is be in the sink in the ladies' room, whatever, move yeah. along. I, I played college sports and we would travel with like 15 dudes and we would roll up to a rest stop. We would just all go in the women's restroom because like fucking not going to all wait to use the one male right. restroom. So I, I got to say, this makes that scenario a lot easier for uh, for that kind of thing in the future. It's like, well. Do you think you he's Because oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's more ambiguous. Yeah. This is single rooms, to be clear. I'm not talking about going into like the multi-stall situation. But, you know, it's like you, you have these restrooms. It's like there's one for women and one for Oh, men. I always use that ladies' room. Yeah. That's not a even wait, a question. There's a wait. I, I pee all know. over that seat. Are you well, kidding me? <laughs> if there's no one there? Dude, I think the way – yeah, just put every every men's room, just have a trough. And, like, I don't think any transitioning woman has to deal with a trough, right? <laughs> I think my new approach is because I feel like my first one was not sensitive. So my new one is – you have to fully – if you fully transitioned, if you can walk up to the urinal line with your mm-hmm. new tranny dick, mm-hmm. you're good. You can use it. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you got to lift up and try and spray vagina spray. But it like, might be force of habit. It's like muscle memory at that point. Oh, right? where you still lift your yeah, leg? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're still sitting down. They, use the, they just... use the small person urinal, like, in the truck stop. You know, there's, like, a little kid urinal. <laughs> they just still squat but spray forward. Put your leg up. <laughs> 
Anyone else got a, a, a way to solve this issue? I was just going to say, like, because I feel like I feel like transitioning is a huge down payment. You know what I mean? If you put that much money in, you can use a bathroom you want, dude. That's what I'm saying. You're committed to it. You know what I mean? Like, are you 50K in debt? Yeah, dude, you can piss with us. <laughs> if that's going to make you feel better. Yeah, man. You're one of the boys. You spent, you spent all that money. You're one of the boys. All right. Next topic. Supreme Court takes up case of web designer who won't work with same-sex couples. So we had a case a couple years ago with the uh, gay, uh, the baker, Christian Baker, doesn't want to bake cakes. This case, web. Now, the, my question is: If you're a web designer for weddings and you won't take gay clients, who the fuck is using you? That sounds like the gayest thing in the world—a web design for your wedding. That would be your entire customer base. Yeah. What straight guy is like? I need a. I need a website for my wedding. <laughs> it's not a. What? The women oh, yeah, want dude, the website. Lady, ladies love that. All right, I'll let everyone else go first. What what do you got? What do you got, Andy? Supreme Court takes up web designer. That's such like a weird thing to also not like gay people. You know what I mean? Like I design websites <laughs> and I hate homos. Well, what what if they you don't? You know what I mean? It's not like a combo. You know what I mean? It's like being a drag queen and then also just being like marriage is a man. What if they love homosexuals but they like being featured on CNN more? Oh, you're saying this is publicity? They're just going for the. Pu- I, I'm not saying that. I'm just Chris. It fits. I don't know, just who why do you even need to know that they're gay? Like you just fucking just design the website. Just put some weird do some like Disney shit and put some fucking weird gay porn in the background. It's fine. Because when gay people have really gay weddings uh-huh. and you gotta put up those pictures and you're uh-huh. a Christian. And you gotta look at all these gay pictures. Why do you put it? it that is come- great, dude. Designing the website, and every time you post a picture, you're like, "Oh, goddamn it!" <laughs> oh, what do oh. they? What do they think's coming out of the chocolate fountain at a gay wedding? I don't understand. Do you act like being disgusted and remembering JavaScript? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the concept of forcing somebody to do something like. If you're hiring an employee, the last thing you want is an employee with a bad attitude or someone who like. If you're throwing a wedding and you need a website, you probably want a good website. You want someone who's going to give everyone like malware and buy it like or you want a cake that's not going to taste good because the guy didn't want to make your cake. Like, I I don't understand the concept of someone telling you I don't want your business and then going like that's like being a slave. No, you have to do this task for me. Yeah, very odd. I don't want your money. I don't want like and by the way. I'm not like if you were to put up a sign that said we are a bigoted business and we refuse to service these people, I might not go to your business. It depends on how good your business is. You know, (laughs) like you have to make really good cakes like you'd have to be the best bakery in my town for you to put up a sign that says we discriminate against this group of people. And me to just be like, yeah, but their cookies are really good. They'd have to be a medium cookie. I yeah. like eating with you at night. Like, it's- <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think though, that like if we gotta, ex- if we're gonna have this concept of you know protected classes, we've gotta expand it to include you know all kinds of minorities. Well, like if you're if you you know libertarians, for example, you know. We're- I think I agree with you that political right. philosophy should be, like, political speech should be protected the same as religion or anything else. You shouldn't be able to get fired from your job. Or anything because of some political idea, same as you can't get fired from your job for, you know, being gay. And being gay is way worse. Yeah. Like, I'd, ra- I'd rather have none of it, right? I'd rather have right. none of this stuff. But it's like, whoever this person in this case is, the web designer, you could now deny her a website. 
Right. Like if, if she wanted someone else or he, he or she, I don't know who right. it is. If, 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 oh, if, for being the bigoted person. So that's not fair. Yeah. Bigots are a protected class. They should be a protected right. class too. That same as They're anyone else. They're a minority. That, I think They're I my, agree I mean, with you. Yeah. Right. Because now I can go imagine if I walked into a gay, like a trainer who's gay because they like to keep in shape and look good. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you go to your gay trainer and he goes, Well, I can't train you because you're the bigoted guy. So that's he's ridiculous. like, well, that's discrimination. Yeah, that was, discrimination. That's what I got in trouble for. Yeah, you should you shouldn't be allowed to deny me. Deny me. I mean, bigots are a very small minority. There's not that many of them. <laughs> They're the biggest minority. All right, I feel like that's the end of the uh, the news topics I wanted to cover. Oh boy, so that's now. Me. We can. Uh, Do you guys like this hard look? I don't look like this that often. They. It looks yeah. like you're ready to be dictator of New Hampshire. <laughs> Dude, you're definitely selling mustache wax with that picture. <laughs> no joke. Someone sent me a mustache wax company. Sent me free mustache wax. Really? Yeah. They're like, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you look handsome. So, uh, so let's start with, there was a recent episode on Rogan, which was really great. I don't remember the name of the guy, but he did. <laughs> really great episode. Was though. it Dave? Was it, like, was really it Dave, your friend? No, Dave's episode was great. Uh, it was like three episodes back. A guy was talking everything about um, uh, the New World Order. Oh, the and he former. was talking about the best part was he was really getting into uh, the problem with government currencies and the fact that they could uh, like a was government digital currency. The Majid episode? Majid Nawaz? Yes. And he plugged that uh, he was only going to be on Odyssey, which was very cool. That's my company, and by he, the way. And he oh, plugged... Yeah, yeah. That he only was going to be on there because of the decentralized nature of Odyssey. So, can you give us the the pitch here a little bit of what differentiates you guys from the other platforms? Yeah, so I mean, you get these companies that are called Alt Tech, which I think is a a label that a lot of them deserve because they're just trying to like clone what exists. Um, Odyssey, I think, is successor tech in the sense that it's built in a way that's different. What what's from what's come before right and so what you can do is you can take the same properties that bitcoin has which is we you know you own your bitcoin there's not this intermediary that can control it and we've done the same thing with digital publishing so you can own your online identity you own your channel those things can't be taken away from you and and you know so we think what we built something that's like genuinely better and that's also why if you go on to odyssey and i like all the alt tech sites so i'm not you know trying to drag them i support all of them i support people who support your free expression that kind of thing but like you know you're not going to find something that's like just the people who have been banned from places you're going to find like all kinds of content you know lots of very very popular creators who you know names you would recognize you go on to, to odyse.com or you get the app and you can find uh you know some really great stuff on there and you know we've got like 40 50 million people using it now yeah yeah, yeah. so but what is the uh what what is the decentralized element so you guys can't like it's in the bylaws that you can't censor people or no, no bylaws the... so we have a public blockchain so you when right. you when you publish something so, first, oh, so you don't have access to even take things down because it's not like there's no main frame. So, so Odyssey does have policies where it will block content from its website, but that's blocking it, not taking it down. And then there's a network that you can access via other clients or other software uh, like library desktop or, or other things like that, where like we literally can't, you know, we're not. You can use that software completely anonymously if you want to. Right. You won't know what you're doing. You can access whatever you want. 
uh, you know, that that kind of thing. And so we literally don't have the control in the same. It's the, the, I mean, the it's a, it's new stuff. So but the closest analogy is Bitcoin, where, um, you know, if, if, if you want to send Bitcoin to me, that's no one else's business. You know, that's that's my business and your business. And it's, it's not the business. So give us the pitch else. on like I I understand. Bitcoin. So wait, how many videos do I have to post to Odyssey before I can get a brick of Coke? Because that's uh, how Bitcoin was sold to me 12 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so every uh, new creator gets a free brick of Coke with the first. Dope. Oh. Start my channel tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got Robbie got his about 30 minutes. <laughs> We're just going to make Odyssey accounts and get those big ass jet skis <laughs> from Cocaine Cowboys. Um, all right. So I understand the need for a decentralized currency uh, to keep it short. We're defunding the government. Uh, give us the pitch for why decentralized uh, decentralized ability to publish content is so important for humanity. Well, I mean, we've we've seen this happen. I mean, it's like if you're not enlightened by the last couple of years, we're like like, you know, and I'm not the biggest fan of Trump, but like Trump got deplatformed and, you know, and while he was but, president, while he was president. You know, Putin's waging a war and he's online. You know, like we have we have there's a there's a political ideology that sort of captured most of Silicon Valley and big tech, which means we need to build new solutions that are resistant to that. And like, you know, if you're trusting something that's, quote, alt tech, you're trusting that that tech is going to you're trusting the CEO. But like, you know, the truth is like Google was a good company around a decade ago. I was a big Google fan a decade ago. They became much worse. In this case, you have the same technology that's behind Bitcoin. You have open source. So, like, I think I'm a good guy. I think as long as I'm in charge, I'm going to keep things this way. But even if I got, you know, eaten by a mind worm that turned me into like a, you know, pro-China censoring everything, right. like, there's not that scenario I, where the same things can. Oh, play that's out fascinating. I actually think because uh, I think if you look at some of these tech guys. They've become something they weren't looking to be. I think that's I actually I think Jack Dorsey, I think that's part of why he left Twitter. Completely I don't think agreed. he was into Completely that. Agreed, yeah. I don't think Zuckerberg yeah. was I think what ends up happening is you get pulled into Congress and yeah. they kind of let you know, like, listen, you yeah. can either have your company or, or right, like you can have your ideas or you can have your company. And if you want to have your company, you gotta play by our rules. Dude, so I think on the like, way into the hearing, they just show them the hell mouth, and they're like, "That's where you're going if you don't do what we say." <laughs> no, it's dude. not that. It's it's just being there and having to field the questions. You start getting the idea of, "Oh, I need to pick a team. I have to start donating to that team, and I have to start listening to them." Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. like fucking uh, Jack Dorsey, he's tweeting out like fucking anatomy of the state and shit yeah. like that, and then Twitter, <laughs> Twitter's still doing. Yeah, he no, but to, that but to your point, so, uh, <laughs> which is what's so interesting, is that if you go, it's out of my hands. We've put decentralized rules in there. There's nothing I can do. You're somewhat protected from that's what just happened. There was that incredible, I forget the name of the company. Once again, I'm half retarded. Uh, but Canada hit up one of these like blockchain wallets saying we want the info. And they just sent them a letter like, you don't understand how the tech works. We can't do that. So what you're trying to do is basically create laws that like, or th by the decentralized nature, it's almost removed from you that if Russia were to straight up corrupt you. The actual technology is not going to change because it's out of your hands. That's right. That's right. That's right. One other element in terms of the phenomenon you talked about, I'll mention is that like they also there's also this situation where even if Dorsey's a good guy, you know, if eighty percent and I'm not I'm not sure where he's at, so, but if eighty percent of Twitter employees or ninety percent of Twitter employees, you know, want something to happen, 
you know, see, we, we overestimate sometimes the degree to which a CEO has control over their company. Right. You know, if, 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 if 80% or 90% of your employees want something they're having, they, ge- they generally get it, you know. Um, so I do think that's also. Damn, they don't even have happened. dental. They just really yeah. want to trump yes, there that they bad. Did. <laughs> they did. I mean, that's why Spot. If you want to look at why Spotify even did the recent warnings on Rogan, I think that had much as much oh, to yeah. do with the employees at Spotify really wanting something to be done. Uh, and I will say, we specifically don't hire people that believe in those things for that reason. Now, I think there is. I got to say, I'm. I'm. I'd like to be totally done with YouTube for two reasons. One is I already have a channel with two strikes on it and I have no, like I have no reason to self-censor. That is not fun to me. I don't do this content. Like there's, that's not what I do. Like I'm not looking to self-censor and then trying to figure out what I can publish, what I can't publish. So now I'm just going live to a new account. That's not going to last. And then I just start wondering, like, even though it's not, not that I command a huge audience, but it's like, why do I contribute to this network at all? Like they're evil. Why am I here in any capacity? And then the other thing I start thinking about is years ago, I got rid of a TV for my part. I don't have a TV. If I have a TV, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not great with self-discipline. If Can I just say yes. as somebody who's been in his apartment, I don't know if it's by choice. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> he has hangers in his shower that hold up the curtain instead of those little hooks. It's, yeah, I, I've been art. in his apartment too. I think the unwashed clothes took over the TV yeah. and... Yeah, they assimilated it. It's the weird new board. Like this is ours now, Robbie. (laughs) I have a great apartment with bricks of cocaine. I just want to clarify. (laughs) He's got seventeen Odyssey accounts. Yeah, dude, I started. All the Odyssey accounts are mine. (laughs) I no, but I used to like. I was disciplined about. I got rid of uh, video games. Now I find YouTube's like that thing that like you don't think about it like I'm turning on television, but it really is. You're like I go there sometimes it used to be to listen to music and then you end up going down your rabbit holes. Sometimes I do use it for good like at least for me because I'm following new stuff or I'm listening to like the congressional hearings. But I do find more and more it's like, why do I even engage with this platform? It wastes a lot of my time. And it's like I I mean, it's censoring me. It's censoring what I do. So I turn it back to you because it's so different. Like, I, I listen, I've been a content creator now for I've been trying to do this like 11, 11 plus years. And there are certain platforms where I, I mean, even so, it's not like the YouTube algorithms plugging me. But there is there. Does First of all, all be, these people came out to see you. Just stop being down thank on yourself. Thank all right. You. I, and I, I, yeah, that <laughs> is funny to have a room full of people that came to see you and you're like, no one likes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, to be fair, no one here has seen his apartment. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to, I, for, to come off as self-deprecating like that. No, but my question is, it's annoying that there's a resistance of people, like even myself, who don't like YouTube, to get them to just go, hey, let's migrate over. So I'm curious, because, I mean, it's your, like, what do you guys yeah. foresee to bring more traffic to the site? How's it growing? Like, what's the, you're the CEO, give so, us yeah, the, yeah. the growth so, pitch. Well, so it's it's really hard. Like I think I think you you've highlighted a truth there. And so like I'm I'm always a I always try to be a realist. And so it's really hard if you like something to kind of like quit it cold turkey. And if you and you, while we have a lot of great content on Odyssey, like not everyone you love is gonna is gonna be there. I think there's a tremendous amount there. So you'd be surprised how many people are now on there that that you might like, as well as content. You picked on up there. some big ones recently. Yeah. Uh, Brett Weinstein was a big yeah, migrator. Yeah. yeah, he's been live streaming and, and these other people. But so but I think like the number one thing to do, it's like you're you you have effectively like a bad habit when you're using some of these big tech sites that are bad. You have a bad habit. 
if you can fix your bad habit cold turkey and quit and go over that's awesome kudos to you but also you can do it in a in a way that maybe is more realistic for you which is you create an account and you pick a couple of channels that are there that you like and you make sure you always watch those or if you're a creator we have tools to make it really easy to publish across multiple places and if you're a creator you make sure you do that and so it's like you know if you're trying to build up this this new habit of doing things the right way you've got to build it up the same way you build up other habits you know if you if you if you have bad you know whatever your bad habits might be and everyone has some I've got some you know you 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 have to fix them like a little bit at a time and so I think that's like the number one thing is just to start to put your toe in the water and say I'm going to watch this channel or I'm going to watch these couple of channels on Odyssey and create the account and do that. So the people who have like the you're saying the people who have the mirrored accounts. Like so if somebody has an account on YouTube and an account on Odyssey, if you really want to support the platform, just go there for yeah, that. Yeah, at least go and watch that yeah. stuff. No, it's, it's great it quite is, all the way. Right. Anything that you anything that you like that you know is on Odyssey, you might as well consume it on yeah, Odyssey. Yeah, do you think it would help you we out? Even have a, we actually have a plugin that does that. So you can get a browser oh, really? plugin where you can get the, an Odyssey browser plugin um, for like and, Chrome or something. Yeah, uh, for Chrome Brave. I think it's on Chrome Brave. And your monetization is also better for like you're more out there. Like I would never even try and monetize on YouTube. Uh, I I probably am currently monetized with the uh, crypto. Yeah, yeah, you are, yeah. And, and we've been expanding that. We um, you, we, I don't know if this will get booze or cheers, but we are now adding advertisements. Um, so you'll be able to opt out of those as well uh, by paying money because that should be your choice. You, should never you guys had two choices, booze or cheers. Yeah, yeah, Makes yeah. Some <laughs> fucking... But it means it's more it's more money for creators. And, you know, creators. Crea yeah. Yeah. And and so like Rob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so viewers will have a choice. If you don't want to watch ads, you can pay. I think it's going to be like one or two dollars a month and, and you'll have no ads. Otherwise, you, you, you watch. But it means the creators will make more money. And that hopefully means even more will come over. All right. We got two more questions for you while you're on the hot seat. Uh, you're running for Senate. Give what, What's uh, what's the big thing you're uh, you're trying to accomplish on the Senate run? Well, I mean, I'm uh, I think I'm about like as libertarian as it as it gets. Right. And I think the future of libertarians being successful is here in New Hampshire. I th that guy with a little dick clap real hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's a libertarian. Uh, like, I just think everyone in this room fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, uh, you pandering uh, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, but uh, no, like, so, I mean, the state should have uh, a, liber a libertarian uh, senator. Hopefully the state is there uh, already and that will happen. But if it doesn't, I think, like, it's a win regardless. The more that we continue to amplify the state of New Hampshire, it feels like libertarians are winning here. It's the, it's like, really the only place that, that libertarians are winning and um i think like i want to highlight that as much as possible in terms of my things that i do that aren't work you know this is my my biggest goal is to highlight the fact that libertarians are winning in new hampshire we can win if libertarians concentrate like we can actually win like you know the world is getting worse but new hampshire is actually getting better Woo! Uh, and uh, so I think I think New Hampshire deserves a libertarian senator, um, but certainly a big part of my campaign is like also you know making sure that libertarians know that like we have a real path to victory. I love it. I got I got two jobs I want to pitch you on. Oh. One, every time I watch one of these congressional hearings, I'm sitting there. And it's like WWF to me. I'm like, put me in, coach. <laughs> I would love to like be able to call audibles and like just like call bullshit and write questions. Uh, 
That's job number one. Just your music hits. You come out with the chair. Just bang, bang. I will troll the (laughs) hell out of Congress. If there's anything I have a successful track record, I'm demonstrated at being good at this. I will. I'm a great troll. All right. And so you know, here's you know that I will put my well, skills you, to work. You're technically allowed to open carry a comp, right? Like you could just show up with a gun and check it, right? We'll find out one way or another. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, dude, in the middle of your speeches, just twirl it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> be like, do you agree with me? Like, even if they make you check your regular gun, bring a starter pistol in to twirl. <laughs> Now I have a, I have a TV show. I will, pr- I will print one. Yo, just yeah, go to no. That, yo, that's even. What's more libertarian I'll, I'll, than that? Because you can make the loop for yeah. the fucking for yeah. the fucking trigger bigger, so you could really they twirl it like yeah. fucking peacock with it. If they don't let me in with a gun, I'll come in with my 3D printer, which surely is legal. In the I room, will, I will 3D print, print a gun in Congress. That's, that's a campaign cool. promise. Dude, I'm signing oh up for 17 more Odyssey accounts tonight. Uh, Jeremy4nh.com donations available. If you want to get my message out there. <laughs> That's the best campaign promise I've ever heard. <laughs> Trump didn't 3D print that wall. <laughs> All right. And then here's here's my TV show idea for you. Now, I don't think that you could legally do this, but I'm still going to pitch it. Uh, you know, like how they have Undercover Boss? Remember that show? So I want to do an Undercover Senator. And all you do is consumer advocacy that, like, if you get stuck on hold too long... Like you bring that CEO into Congress. <laughs> or if you go to a restaurant and there's shitty service, like bring the fucking Papa John's guy in. I'm talking like. I'm going to promise right now you need someone brought into Congress. You text me. Fuck yes. It. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Optimum. Dude, I get so. I, I've had this experience more than once where like you wait and like you finally get someone on the phone and they're only there to tell you that you can go and take care of this on the website. And I'm like, I called you because you can't do it on the website. And they're like, well, I can't even access it. So you have to go to the website. And it's like, so why, why, is, why are you on the phone with me right now? Someone in India could have answered this call for cheaper to tell me to go to the website. Since I've already, I already said I'm a, a good troll, I'll now say a line that will get me booze. This is why we need social credit scores. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's tough. Wait, no, I, I don't actually, I mean, I'm not actually endorsing that. Okay. No, I'm not. I mean, you were but so hot be, on the it, it on social the, credit but, scores the way they used to be. We just call somebody a douchebag for being a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> that's a so hey, hey, that's that douchebag that we all know from the bar. He stinks. Every, you have Facebook right, you, now. Or, just put it on there. Or when you could call a chick a slut. That's a slut. Now everyone knows. Or you social call credit score. Yeah. That's a raised social credit score to right. me. That's the, the original. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that girl's a slut. Seems like a nice lady. Yeah, bathroom bathroom walls were the original <laughs> yeah. social credit scores. All right. So be, be, ten digit phone number. That's a high credit score, dude. Before we call before we call it an episode, uh, so you're running for Senate. You've already pitched that you love the state of New Hampshire, that this is a state that you think is good for libertarians. Uh, but why don't you, as we're in the shell, which is a libertarian clubhouse affiliated with the Free State Project, and uh, you guys are great. You've welcomed me here more than once. We plan to come back again. It's fun every single time. Why don't you give the pitch to the people of why they should consider moving to New Hampshire and getting into office so you can print guns? <laughs> <laughs> well, you get to vote for me, although that's not the best. Re- I mean, look, anyone who comes here will experience something and they'll say, I've never experienced something like this before as a libertarian. There are two people here on stage who said this tonight in their acts, right? You got you ever been to a place like this? Well, Maybe. I was here a year ago. Oh shit. <laughs> well you you said it in. Yeah, You've never yeah. been. Right? You've never been to a I've uh, literally never been around this many libertarians at once. Right. Yeah. 
It's weird. <laughs> Just go guys, buy drugs but, in the project. But yet, but yet you want to do it again. I kind of want to do it. <laughs> Can you guys build up your comedy scene over here? You guys kind of, are kind of cool. Well, uh, you're now part of the movement, so that's not your job. Sick. Um, but uh, look, I mean, I think you don't. I I think being convinced by something I'm going to say in the next minute or two is like unrealistic. So what I'll actually say is like, if you think there's a one percent chance this is possible, two percent chance is possible, come up for a visit, spend a couple of days here. You can come anytime. Porkfest tickets are about to sell out, so that's a great time to come. But if you don't come, then you can come anytime there's events non-stop you know like you look at like the largest libertarian event in a lot of states it's like we have that like on a random tuesday you know <laughs> so it's like just come out there's always something going on and you'll get to experience it firsthand so everyone likes a vacation you know you don't have to be mentally committed to moving here but just come check it out come for a visit come for a vacation and and you might find that there's something here that's really beautiful and that it's something you want to be a part of I got to be honest. I've never had a man tell me to come so much. <laughs> and that is a good line to close out on. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Buy the anal condoms. Yes. All right. That's our.